Welcome to Thrive in the Future podcast, positive solutions to help you thrive, designing your intentional life, homesteading, gardening, and rediscovering culture and tradition. Join our thriving community. It's where a community shares our positive solutions, our wins and our losses. Join at signup.thriveinthefuture.com. It's been a great year at grownuttrees.com. I've sold over 60 chestnut trees, but I still have a few left. I also have elderberry left and now elderberry cuttings and comfrey crowns. Check it out at grownuttrees.com. Okay, welcome back to Thrive in the Future. This evening, I've got Grant and Homestead Padre with me, and we're sharing Christmas memories and Christmas traditions. So like I was saying, guys, I've been reading this Foxfire Christmas book, and it's super humbling where these people back in the Depression are like, and we came downstairs and my stock was full of three apples, one orange and a Brazil nut. And that's all we got. And it was totally awesome. I worked all summertime hoeing in the cornfield and I got $5 for the entire summertime. And I spent it on a 22 rifle that was 498 from the Sears robot catalog. And I'm just like, wow. I have that's one okay. of those 22 rifles. Yeah. Single shot 22. Yeah. No, mine's lever action. Oh yeah, okay. It was uh, it was my great grandpa's. I don't know when he bought it. Um, really, but it, wow. is, it is it is a Sears and Roebuck twenty two sing uh, action, and original iron sights on it, and that thing still shoots as straight and true today as it did probably when my great grandpa got it. Wow, I wish they would would sell guns at hardware stores like they used to. <laughs> the world would be such a peaceful place. And everybody could just go pick up a revolver for five cents and then just, you know, stand on business. But yeah, I didn't know Foxfire had a Christmas book. I'll have to get it. I have 12 new prints. Like all, I have the full set of new prints and then I have like eight of the uh, originals. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I try to collect a lot of literature. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. I've, I've read more than half of it or three quarters of it already this evening since I got off work. The so, only imprint Foxfire I have is on uh, Moonshine and Distilling. Yeah. Uh, I have several digital copies. Um, those things are just so darn proud. I would love to own a set of them, but oh, I don't yeah. have 200 bucks to drop on one. It was a gift from mom when, uh, or my, well, not mom. I think it was my Nana one Christmas. And uh, so, yeah, she she's always spoiled us for Christmas. Uh, she used to, anyway. Well, if she wants one more to spoil. <laughs> well, when we're up there, she will. I'm sure she'll spoil all my friends. Um, she uh, she is the she is my grandmother that passed. Um, the one I took care of after high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Padre, what's your what's your big traditions for Christmas? Um, we we have a couple every year. And they don't really happen at Christmas time. They happen way before Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So the first time one of us spots eggnog in a grocery store, we buy it. And it doesn't <laughs> matter if it's September or if it's October. We come home, everybody gets a glass of eggnog, and we watch definitely White Christmas and probably The Grinch. But every year it's eggnog and White Christmas in October. Wow. <laughs> and then... And then uh, we don't celebrate Halloween. So on October 31st, when everybody else is trick-or-treating, we are putting up our Christmas tree. Well, that's really early. It is, but 
the kids like it and it was my wife's idea we've been doing it for many years now i'm used to it growing mm-hmm. up um my mom always put the tree up the day after thanksgiving yeah it was funny uh when my parents were young they were they had me really late so um they were little kids in the depression and and back then apparently they didn't they didn't have christmas lights up except like right before Christmas. And sometimes they didn't have the tree or anything up until Santa brought that as well. And then they, so it's kind of, kind of funny because we've got trees and stuff up, like you said, in October and, and, uh, and they were like, um, they were more of the 12 days of Christmas thing in between Christmas and epiphany. And so they, they would have the tree up real close to Christmas and then, and then, uh, be celebrating all the way through to the first week of January. And then when we were growing up, they, they, they put the tree up on uh St. St. Nicholas day, which is the sixth. Well, my wife wants it up October 31st. And then I, I celebrate uh, the Christmas season all the way through the end of January for orthodoxy. Mm-hmm. So our tree yeah. is up a good amount of time. <laughs> is that four months, four months of tree, three months of tree. Yeah. Yeah, we have uh here in northeast Kansas, I live close to Lawrence, which is the college town, and they turn the lights on the day after Thanksgiving and they leave them on until Valentine's Day. Oh wow. And it was really nice. We had snow last week or a couple weeks ago, so it was uh that was nice to see. What about you, Grant? What's your Christmas look like? Our Christmas usually starts uh we'll we'll usually put our tree up right around Thanksgiving, like right after. It's always been a very uh, unusual holiday because someone's usually always in the hospital. Oh, I'm sorry. Specifically my my grandma, Nana. She would, uh, like I know one Thanksgiving, she twisted to get up and broke the ball off of her hip. So we spent Christmases in rehab. I think it's like a couple years in a row we did that. And Mm -hmm. then... uh, when she was here, we did that. She was here a lot. We'd get everybody over. Um, we've had a lot of family die, unfortunately. And uh, so it kind of, it's fractured and shattered, you know, holidays here and there. A divorce sure. and then a passing and then a passing. So we don't really have much of a Christmas. Uh, I don't really, you know, I look forward to holidays to fellowship with family because we'll all take that time out of, you know, our busy lives to get together and truly fellowship. And, um, and we haven't done that for quite a few years, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll put up a tree. Um, we stopped getting a fresh cut and moved to this artificial tree, um, which was mom's decision. And uh, we just take it easy. We really, we're all usually just very busy, but um it's nice to make that specific time to like sit down and watch a movie with the family mm-hmm. or to, to really get together and have a good, a good meal and a good dinner and, uh, and just really fellowship with your family. That's great. So what's your favorite memory? Like when you were growing up and stuff, I'd say my favorite one is, uh, it was well, the funniest one off the top of my head. Um, so one year I got uh, a pair of paintball guns and, uh, and, uh, 
W it's like I, Wade's is like WD archery in town and he's closed and they were trying to get me to guess what it was. And they, and they were like, they started to spell the place like WD. And then I just said, it says WD 40. <laughs> and uh, that was, that's one of the funniest moments, but I think the best Christmas I've had, I don't even know what year it was, but uh, my Nana and Papa were in their house um, before he had his heart attack. And uh, his side of the family was there. There was, it was their both their second marriage. And um, they were there. We were there. So we had, you know, three different families come together and it was really joyous. Um, you know, just that real good family time that you don't really get all that often. And uh, it was just, it was a great, great memories. Everybody was full of laughter and um, yeah, it was hands down one of the best. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, when I was growing up, it was I, I grew up in Iowa. So, and in the late seventies and early eighties, it was the global cooling, you know. So it was really cold, and it would snow from. We had snow on the ground one year from November seventh to March first, and like the river would freeze. They, you know, they would have. Uh, snowmobile tracks on the roads it was you know it was it was a proper winter <laughs> so those were always good memories because they'd have uh the the pond at the park would be ice skating the they had a dedicated snow hill that was just crazy and uh and they had a hot chocolate little hut down at the bottom and, and things like that and then and then there were all these uh these urban legends that uh you know someone was going so fast and they took the legs off of someone and you know and all this stuff you know it was uh it was kind of that sounds gruesome but it was kind of funny those were the things that i remember the most about uh about the holidays was just snow every other day and having to shovel it every other day so yeah pretty amazing what about you joseph when i was growing up I didn't have a very good childhood, so I don't have a lot of fond memories. But one thing my mom always did was uh, we always got to open a present on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And it was always pajamas. It's a brand <laughs> new set. And, and I thought it was the dumbest thing growing up. And they, and they were corny pajamas, too. <laughs> but uh, it, it's one of those things that now that I'm older, you know, I'm, I'm 40. I look back on it with a lot of fondness and, and I miss that. I miss those times. You know, I'm, my mom passed 22 years ago. So uh, that, that hasn't been a thing in a long time, but yeah, it's just one of those. That's my, that's my unique Christmas memory that I have growing up was the pajamas, the dumb pajamas that I hated. And now <laughs> I'm at them. That's great. From driving the future. I wish you a Merry Christmas and thriving. Happy new year. Hey, if you like this episode, leave us a tip on Venmo or Cash App at Thriving the Future. Or join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Thriving the Future. You get early episodes and you get extras. Thank you. Check out Thriver News. It's thriving community news without the noise. It's longer form articles where Perpin and I share how to thrive and how to live that abundant life. That's at Thriver News, thriver.news. Check it out. 
Thank you for listening to Thrive in the Future podcast. If you like what you hear, please click that like or subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at Thrive in the Future and also go to thriveinthefuture.com.